0: Hi, welcome to the LawCast. My name is Melanie Thorley and I'm a solicitor here at MJT Law. Today, I want to go through cases where we've never really talked about before. And these are the ones that get dismissed by the Fair Work Commission. These are unfair dismissal cases um, or general protection cases. So unfair dismissal is where an employee files Through the Fair Work Act process to the Fair Work Commission, uh, an application claiming that their dismissal was unfair. Um, There's another application that's available to people and that's general protections applications. Um, Unfair dismissals is about how someone is terminated broadly speaking, and the general protection applications are about the why the person was terminated. Um, Most of the cases I'm talking about today, in fact, I think, oh no, it's the general protections, all but a couple are in fact unfair dismissal matters. But the cases that we normally talk about are cases where the matter's been heard Evidence has been given and the considerations have been made and a decision has been made by a commissioner. These ones don't get that far. Now, I find it really interesting because there's loads of them, loads and loads of them, um, and we we go through, each week there's probably about 10, maybe, maybe less, hard to say. um, matters that never actually end up um, at the hearing, but they don't get discontinued by the applicant. Um, We're in, well, we're almost at the end of November now, and I think the last number I saw of applications was 11,100 and something. So it's 11,100 applications up from January this year to today give or take. This one is application 9056. It was filed in September, so back in September there were 9,000 of these applications and uh, this person (laughs) filed an application where all they wrote, for unfair dismissals you need to have been employed for at least six months if if it's not a small business, and at least one year if it is a small business. This person says that they were um, employed on the 28th of August and the dismissal took place on the 8th of September. So what's that? Ten days? They lasted ten days. You need to be six months. So the commission contacted this, this employee and said, uh... We don't think that you've reached the required six months or one year. Can you please provide us more information? Now, they attempted to contact this person on the 25th of August, again on the 6th of October, and then they decided that they would hear the matter and and dismiss the application because of an out-of-time application. They never heard from the guy. They... They contacted him by telephone, but the nominated number in his application wasn't connected. And I just, the reason why I'm bringing these cases up is because what's the applicant doing? They they go out of their way to file an application after being employed for 10 days. They put a phone number in there that doesn't exist and then disengage with the commission. I'm sorry, this is application number 9000 back in August, sorry, back in September. We're getting overloaded with these, quite frankly, frivolous applications. The Commission actually had to make a decision to discontinue this matter and dismiss it. So, therefore, today we are talking about dismissed applications. The next one I want to talk about is application Only 5,083 in August this year, the applicant um, filed an application for claiming that they were dismissed. Um, The application wasn't accompanied by the fee. So there's a fee of, I think it's $83 something at the moment, Uh, they didn't pay the fee They were asked to pay the fee a number of times. Um, They were sent an email on the 24th of August. Hello, Seymour. So those of you who know, I have a dog in the office. This is Seymour. Hello. Oh, here he is. Seymour's probably not very happy about being on camera. want to sit there or you wanna hop down? You can hop down. Oh, there he goes. Um, they sent uh, they sent an email to this chap, uh, Madison, um, on the twenty fourth of August. They sent an SMS. They sent on the twenty ninth of August, asking for money again. On the fourth of all, September, they asked for money once more, and then tried to call her on the thirteenth of September. In the end, she just she just didn't reply. She made an application, didn't pay the fee, and never discontinued it, never contacted the Commission, never replied to any of the Commission's um, attempts to try and get hold of her. And I just, again, I look at this and I think, why did she file? What was the point here? This is application number 5000 for the year. Again, we're getting overloaded by these, quite frankly, appears to be frivolous applications. <sighs> Next one. This was filed in September again. This is number 9,000 unfair dismissal. So the previous one was a general protections um, and that was number 5,000 and something. This is back in September and it was number 9,278. In this case, Ashley filed an application um, claiming in their application, that they commenced at the start of June and their employment um, dismissal took place on the 22nd of September. So the commission contacted her or him um, a few days later and said, What date? Is it June this year or is it June 10 years ago? What are we talking about here? Um, there was no response, on the 6th of October they contacted by the nominated telephone to request the missing details and they left a message on their machine, no response, on the 23rd of October they did the same thing, no response, on the 24th of October, no response, I mean, the, the commission really give it a go here. In the end, the commission needed to dismiss the application because they couldn't possibly um, accept an application that just had a start of June. Anyway, one would, not, one would think that the employee would at least know what year the, uh, that they started. But uh, there is a suspicion, in my view, that it was June of this year. And they were dismissed in September this year, meaning that there's no way they would ever reach the six months requirement um, or the one year requirement if you're a small business. So they filed the application and hoped that they could poke the bear, I guess, and it never got over the line. Again, why file? Why do that? Now, the next one, next one is... <laughs> I really like this one. Okay, this is number 10,724. <laughs> it was filed. <laughs> application 10,000 people. Okay, so um, this application need unfair dismissals and general protection applications involving dismissal, and this is an unfair dismissal application, are required to be filed within 21 days of the date of dismissal. Now, sometimes there are reasons why it cannot be filed within the 21 days, and the Commission can only accept an application that is out of time over the 21 days if it's exceptional circumstances. In this case, the application was lodged 14 months out of time. 14 months? Uh, it's more than a year. You, you get dismissed and then a year and a bit later you decide you want to argue a dismissal on this matter. Okay, so the application went to an out-of-time, so it went all the way to an out-of-time um, hearing and the applicant never turned up, never did anything, just let it all happen around them. Now, this is the applicant. I can understand why the respondent doesn't want to engage in the process because it's expensive and they often, by not engaging, they actually save money. But this is the applicant not engaging in the process. They filed an application 14 months at a time and then refused to turn up to the hearing. What a waste of money for the employer. So the matter was heard without the applicant and the matter was found that there wasn't enough exceptional circumstances to apply. The the argument that the applicant made in the application was that his English language skills were poor, he was not familiar with the unfair dismissal applications, but provided no further information. Now, it needs to be exceptional circumstances, and the delay was so long that the commission decided that there wasn't actually any exceptional circumstances there. Right, now I think that there are an awful lot of these applications that get dismissed but I just wonder why these employees are filing an application that they're just not engaging with. Why are they taking up time? Why are they making the Commission continually contact them? I just can't see a reason for the applicant to not at least engage with the commission to, to end the application if they don't want to progress it. Um, and there are literally hundreds of them every year. Now, obviously, this is not like people calling up uh, the emergency services and saying, you know, I can't find my shoes, can you help me find my shoes? Obviously I'm not suggesting that it is that serious, but this is a waste of resources. We have literally tens of thousands of these applications every year. Surely we can get rid of 20% of them by being more diligent in your application process. I'm having a bit of a poke at all these people because I don't understand why they filed in the first place if they weren't going to engage. But there are, these are the cases that you don't hear about. These are the cases where they just kind of end and uh, they've wasted a few resources. There's a few phone calls that have happened and, you know, you think no harm, no foul. But we are talking about literally tens of thousands of applications every year. If we can get rid of even 20%, 30% of these, um, then... And, and actually have genuine claims, not ones that are 14 months out of time, ones that don't have, that could possibly get over the, um, the, the amount of time you need to be employed threshold. The, the, the obvious ones, if you're not going to pay your fee and not going to put an application in to have your fee waived, then don't file. The employers are going through this too. You may feel that you've been unfairly dismissed and that is absolutely a matter for you, but don't file. If you're not going to see it through, just what are you doing? Anyway, thank you everyone for watching. There's a little bit of a rant today about these applications that get kind of lost in the inertia like I just I've every year every every week I just skip over them do 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 another one another one another one another one another out of time dismissed another dis- dismissed another one that didn't pay the fee dismissed but yeah they're there they're there, people um ones that you just don't hear of the the unsung applications thank you for watching um I'm looking at one at the moment, sorry. (laughs) I'm looking at one at the moment where the applicant claims that they were forced to resign um, because, and they filed the application, they filed the application on time, but they took sick leave for three months and argued that they were forced to resign. This is a fascinating one, because this is about a chap who wanted to work from home, and he was authorised to work from home four days a week and then work in the office. But then he notified his employer that he intended to work from South Korea, and it was refused, ultimately refused. I won't go into the details about why it was refused, but it was ultimately refused. One of the arguments that was made was, you're authorized to work from home, South Korea hotel room is not home. And uh, he had a medical event, claimed that he was psychologically upset by this decision and it upset him. He took a fair amount of sick leave um, up to, I think it was about three months, and then resigned. And then after he resigned, he claimed that he was forced to resign. Um, and claimed that he was adversely treated because he had an illness. Now, the commission basically said, hell no. Hell no. The uh, the Respondent employer had every right to say that you couldn't work from South Korea. That is not home. Um, You took sick leave. They accepted that. You resigned. They accepted that. There was no evidence that there was going to be adverse action taken against you for taking sick leave. So no, this is not an application that you can make. Fascinating. There's a few of those as well. Um, I just find it really interesting, really interesting that employers and employees are getting into far more conflict on these matters and I don't know if it's because there are practitioners out there and non-legal advocates who either don't understand the space or feel it is very easy to um, file an application and to try and get a bit of money at the conciliation level. Um, I'm gonna say it's not legal practitioners because legal practitioners have a responsibility to um, run matters that are genuine. But it's just fascinating that there's employees out there who feel that this is a genuine course of action. Notwithstanding, his matter was dismissed as well. It was a jurisdictional objection this time that he was not dismissed because he resigned. yeah, fascinating, everyone. Hopefully you've learned something today um, and we will we'll get back to it. These cases are just mad, mad cases. 14 months at a time, I was employed in June. <laughs> I'm not paying the fee, but the phone number I provide, it's discontinued or disconnected. <laughs> just fascinating 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 situations people thank you for watching i hope you enjoyed this law cast uh, it was a bit of a rain today again um, hopefully i won't i'll try not to run next fall though thanks for watching see you later